0: Join us today on the final hour podcast as we talk to you about coming climate lockdown trials. We interrupt your program to issue a severe warning for an impending emergency making its way to your area. We urge you to be watchmen of the times and to be prepared with the essential knowledge and supplies for the wake of the final hour. Coming to you from the original Living Word Christian Center out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. My name is Jim Hammond.
1: I'm Linnea Farrell.
0: And we are uh, missing John Gap today. His uh, body has been fighting um, physical symptoms for about the last week. He is on the upside of that. Um, And uh, also with us today, uh, our producer, J D. Yes. J D. And so um I'm excited about this one today. You know, we're gonna start with the news. I will say uh it has not been fun up here with a foot of snow.
1: No, it has not.
0: <laughs> In the last
1: five I don't know, days.
0: Four days. And I know we're not getting it as bad as other places, but um,
1: I heard someone say today that in Minnesota we're five inches below our record high for winter snow, and it's only January. Are you sure about that? This guy knows his, con- like knows his numbers. Yes.
0: Oh. Okay. Huh. All right. I thought we'll I saw. Google it, but. Okay, we can, we do a lot of Googling. Jim doesn't trust Matt. My we do a lot,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> we, hey, this is the first podcast of 2023.
0: Yes, and we hope you had a a really good Christmas, a happy New Year, and um, you know, it was it was good for me. Uh, was it good for you?
1: It was great.
0: Was it? It's was great. So I hope you enjoyed our uh, special guest uh, last that that is that is uh, that we uploaded you know, um, Monday.
1: Oh, Ronnie Levy. If you yes. haven't listened to that, yeah. you have to, it is so good. There's so much information it, in there. I was, I listened to it twice already. It's yes. got so much content.
0: I think that's titled an uh, Israel update. It is the yep. last one that we put up this, uh, today, today is, um, is today's January 5th, correct? Yep. So this will air on Tuesday. What is that? Linnea?
1: 1201.
0: January isn't it? 1201 uh, 10th. January 10th. Yep. So this is going to air 1201 January 10th and there is no such thing as a mountain time I have to correct that. It doesn't matter where you are in the world it airs at 1201. Got that? That's just Got it. A, we found that. We found that out. So um this is number 46 and so uh podcast number 46 uh, the biblical site in Israel where Jesus is said to have healed a blind man will be open to the public for the first time in 2,000 years. That's cool. The The pool of Siloam, Um and it's soon going to be open to the public. Um, you know, this is where Jesus healed, healed the blind man in the pool and um, where the guy had to get into the pool, right? I need to go back and, and read that particular situation um remember oh yes that's right he the guy was complaining because no one could help him into the pool
1: mm-hmm.
0: but but the the site
1: because then you have to be like the first one in the water at that time like if the bubbles came what a,
0: what a wouldn't that be something you see and, it and, and you and, got
1: to jump in
0: and this pool is uh surrounded with everybody that wants a healing but it's like a big competition I know to get into the pool and <laughs> And so Just can you imagine crazy. in today's world if you had a pool like that? Chaos. And, um, but the, this site, uh, it goes back to 2,700 years ago. And so here's the point. It, the, 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 the Palestinians have not wanted this to, to come, up, come open hmm. because a lot of Jewish artifacts, it proves, dating back, archaeology proves in this pool um, through the things found around this pool, that the Jews were there seven hundred years before Jesus. You know how they're mm-hmm. saying; they like to say they weren't even here. You know, it, this is pro- This is this takes you back seven hundred years before Jesus. It proves the existence of the Jews in Jerusalem. That's cool. And it, this is going to either be opened piece by piece, um, uh, it, and then once the entire site has, has been excavated uh, they'll open the whole thing. And so
1: well, really quick on the link that we have provided. It's really cool. Cause you can actually watch a video of what it'll look like and what it is. It's, I watched it this morning. It's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah. And just to remember, r- reminder, all these things, we give you the links of mm-hmm. where we're getting this information. If you look on the, um, it, it's on the more info. Yes. Um, underneath the, podcast. underneath the title, mm-hmm. underneath the podcast. Um, but, um, we do have to say locally abortion is now completely unregulated. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like Scary. It, it, an underage girl can obtain an abortion in Minnesota without her parents' knowledge, right? Anyone can order dangerous abortion chemicals online without any health screenings. Minnesota taxpayers are paying for abortions, even for women coming in from other states, Surgical abortions can be performed, performed without a licensed physician.
1: That's scary.
0: And uh, abortion clinics don't have to be licensed. So, so we're
1: just going to be a sanctuary city for abortions.
0: Yes. And um, oh, this one, this one, this one makes you realize some things. Uh, Minnesota Alpha News um, there, says that Minnesota couples can earn over $90,000 in Minnesota not working. Okay, The expansion of the welfare state has created situations where work doesn't pay. And so, according to the new study conducted by the Libertarian-Leaning Committee to Unleash Prosperity, uh, Minnesota ranks among the worst states in the union when it comes to government benefits, desensitizing people uh, from work. And so...
1: And, and if you're in Minnesota and you've gone anywhere at a certain time, I don't know where I went. I was going to some restaurant the other night to pick something up for my son, and it closed at 6 p.m. because there wasn't enough staff to facilitate the restaurant being open. And me and this lady, we both drove up there together, and she's like, where is everybody? I'm like, nobody works anymore, yet everybody still lives. And then this article kind of explains all that.
0: And this is, uh, this is not on... Um this is not an accident. This is to push us towards socialism. Yes. This is the way socialism works. Welfare pays more or nearly as much um, as re- any respectable middle class job, says Steve Moore, Casey Mulligan, and EJ Antoni. They wrote in the New York Post um, that might explain why so many businesses can't get workers and um, Moore is the founder of the Club for Growth and former member of the Wall Street Journal editorial board. Mulligan is a professor of economics at University of Chicago. And so they authored a study titled, Paying Americans Not to Work.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay? That explains it.
0: They calculate the monetary value of subsidies um, related to the Affordable Care Act, unemployment insurance, child tax credits, food stamps taken collectively. The study purports to show that government assistance is now having a negative impact on the American people. Oh, I'm glad someone's (laughs) finally figured that that out. And, you know, remember now that the the COVID-19 benefits have expired, but this study is talking about even with existing unemployment benefits and the dramatic recent expansion of Obamacare subsidies, A spouse would have to earn more than $80,000 a year from a a 40-hour-a-week job to have the same after-tax income as certain families with two unemployed spouses. Who's
1: going to go get a job if you can sit at home and do nothing and get paid that? Nobody.
0: In these states, and us being one, Minnesota, um, working 40 hours a week and earning $20 an hour would mean a slight reduction in income. Compared to two parents receiving unemployment benefits and healthcare subsidies. Doesn't that just make you mad? Okay. It it does. It does make you mad. It's
1: infuriating. You
0: know? And it's all tax dollars, you know? It's all the people that are working, right? Right. To pay for this. In 24 states, unemployment benefits and Obamacare subsidies for a family of four with both parents not working the annualized equivalent of at least the national median household income.
1: But but in things that we've talked about before because of the World Economic Forum and their 2030 goal of own nothing and be happy, doesn't this make sense? Yes. It's all just slowly just a way to take people's self-worth away because what, like, what does it matter if you don't go to work and you sit at home and you get nothing and then the government is in charge of and what giving
0: you are given you 90 grand a year, trust me, you know how many people would take 90 grand a year and yeah. own nothing. <laughs> right. And be happy. Right. Okay. According to the uh, findings, Minnesota ranks fourth in the U.S. when it comes to doling out benefits uh, in relation to annual, annual salary. Okay, get this. Uh, this is this is not conspiracy theory. This is reality. On a chart in the report, Minnesota is only behind New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Washington. Those three states average 98 thousand dollars a year in earned income equivalent for unemployed unemployed couples with dependents if you're get if you're if you're in one of those three states and you're getting everything you can get and applying for everything you can apply apply two people Uh two spouses don't work with dependents they're they make ninety eight thousand dollars that's a lot of money yeah that's um, that's yes and minnesota's fourth Listen to this. In Minnesota, two unemployed parents with two dependent children earn $92,000 from the state.
1: Wow. I just...
0: You, you would never have to work.
1: No. Why would you want to work? You can wake up and stay in bed all day and make $98,000 a year. I mean, that would get old after a while. Like, I couldn't do that. It would drive me crazy to, like, lay around and do nothing, except if I was reading a book. But I'm just saying... Like you would get tired of that, but it just, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It takes away your, like drive your inner ambition. And then why wouldn't you be willing to do whatever they say? You have to get this to get your money. You have to do that to get your money. People will do it because nobody wants to work.
0: And so listen, this is pretty wild. Last month, the number of uh, Americans who filed for unemployment benefits was the highest it's been since August. Inflation skyrocketing. Um, is at 9.1%, it's 40-year high, okay? I mean, you, you have to go back um, to the 80s, right? You have to go back to the 80s to, to get here. But then, can and I have so, a question?
1: Then why is President Biden saying that we have the best economy, the best rate of um, worker, like he's creating new jobs for people, like where, where if everyone's well, at home?
0: There's where the scam is. I just want to say this. On Thursday, UNS, U.S. Senate passed a $1.7 trillion spending bill That includes funds for Planned Parenthood and other liberal pet projects. But listen, they're always touting the availability of the job market and how jobs went up. Why did jobs go up? Because you can make $90,000 a year not working. That's why there's so many jobs available right? So they need to quit taking credit for all the jobs available. No one wants to work when you're making $90,000 a year, two people doing absolutely nothing. And, and, uh, you know, almost 20,000 people left Minnesota residents last year. And you can see why you can, because they're paying the taxes for people to make 90 grand a year mm-hmm. and sit at home. Um, it just it just makes me mad. I, I'm sorry. It it just does. It's just taking advantage of 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 the original reason for the welfare, yes, which came out of of World War II and was the a lot to, to answer what was going on in the Depression. And you know, um, this, the the California. Uh, in the meantime, you know, we've got the great state of Minnesota paying. You know, couples. a year not to work, um, abortion, uh, California abortion is, is they're calling it reproductive justice. Wow. It's a human right. And, uh, it, they've abolished their requirement that coroners investigate stillbirths. It's kind of like, what's the point at this point? Right. right? It doesn't matter how a baby dies. That's so, that's kind of what they're saying. Transgender youth. Uh, That's, I think that's AB-107 AIDS children from other states coming um, to California for sex change procedures and hormone treatments.
1: And can I just say something with that law passed? There was a dad who was fighting for custody rights of his child. I think it was in Texas. I don't know the exact state, but the mom is a physician and she in her clinic She's kind of promoting and pushing transgenderism. And the dad, because he, the, I, it's a boy that they had, but the mom was telling the boy that she wanted to be a girl. So now the mom was suing the dad because he didn't, the dad wanted to stop the hormone treatments and the gender affirming care, all that. And he, they it ended up going to the Supreme Court in their state, and the dad lost custody of his child. And the mom is now taking the kid to California where you can't touch the kid. And then I think the child's eight, I believe, eight or 11, and he's totally detransitioning from a boy to a girl. But that's what they're doing there. They're protecting it so nobody can touch the child once it crosses into their state. But the dad lost custody because he was like, I don't want my boy to be a girl. He's not old enough to make that decision yet. Lost his kid.
0: Yeah, it's where we're going. It shields transgender people, including youth, um, and their parents from legal action from states. There you go with bans and restrictions. Um, it's so sad. For illegal immigrants in California. Okay, get this. This is a great one. All right. Um,
1: this one stresses me out.
0: What? That they can become uh, police officers?
1: Yes. Yes, <laughs> it does.
0: <laughs> They're allowing in California <laughs> for illegal immigrants to become police officers.
1: Is That's just, that's like, mm-hmm. I have no words for that.
0: Yeah, there's... Wow,
1: I know people in Minnesota who are good people. My old neighbor from my old neighborhood, as he was our neighbor for eleven years, tried to get into police school. It was so hard he couldn't. And then I read that, and I'm like, that guy was good. He would have been great. He would have been perfect. And, and because
0: then, he was a foreigner, correct? No, was, no,
1: was, he wasn't. That was the this other is side. another guy. Yes, this is. Tyson. And he tried forever. Mom. Yes, to get
0: into law enforcement. And they enforcement. won. He couldn't get in. They didn't let him in. No. But they're gonna let illegal immigrants yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They don't know where they've been, what they've done. You know, they're, 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 these people got their records on them. No,
1: on if, no, but I have oh. read so many things where there's so many terrorists just let loose here. And,
0: yeah, we, we, we've we said they're that. sponging
1: they're, their old records when they come here. They're just a new person with a new identity.
0: Open borders. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a fact, right, that that all these Central and South American countries have have opened their prisons. And yes. sending them north. Yes. Okay. And so, and I know that, you know, they say that's a lie, right? But it's uh, not. Yeah, there's, we've, we've had our, that's all on they this. have to say these days is that's a lie. It's true. Right. Right. That's all they have to say. That's the litter boxes in the public they school bathrooms.
1: Cons- that's a lie. Right. They just say conspiracy. That's conspiracy. Theory. Yeah.
0: That's what they're saying in Minnesota. That's how they argued that. Mm-hmm. Really. There's, there's not litter boxes. In public school bathrooms,
1: but then and, this one mom showed up to uh, the student council dressed as a, in a cat outfit, and they had to relook at they had to reassess the situation of uh, what what's the word for furries. In I just schools.
0: oh, and I bet they reassess. But, but
1: it was hilarious. The mom showed up and she's like, "All right, let's play this game," and came as dressed as a full cat. <laughs> it's so funny.
0: But and, and and why is the mom doing that? Because. She is protesting. Yes. But yet the, 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 the democratic party denied and denied Mm -hmm. and denied all through the election. And you know what? The the next step is, well, why do we care? I think we care. We do care. I think we care. Right. That, that people are going to the bathroom in litter boxes in the bathroom.
1: I would care. If my child went to that school, I would care.
0: And so, Wow, that was a lot. Anyways, going into the, the spirit, the first spirit portion, there's two and two, two spirit portions, two news portions. Jesus says, speaking to the end-time church, right? And uh, I'm telling you, it's the end-time church. Uh, to the angel of the church in Smyrna, that's the pastor, write, these things saith the first and the last, which is dead and is alive. This guy's writing this. You can see in each one of these letters, uh, Jesus actually gives himself a different title. And in this letter, this was Revelation 2.8, he calls himself the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. And so Smyrna, the meaning of the word Smyrna is myrrh, all right? And while the main uses for myrrh back then were for pain relief and for embalming, Myrrh was a famous scent, but it only lets off the scent or smell when it's crushed. Okay, Mm. get it? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) That's interesting because this lines up with the church at Smyrna being crushed. It was literally being crushed. And just to let you know, these seven churches all in the region of the Roman province called Asia, which today is Western Turkey. They weren't in the continent. They weren't called Asia. Smyrna, just to give you a picture of this, of this people think these are like uh uncivilized villages, right? They absolutely weren't. At the time the letter was written, this 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 city of Smyrna had a hundred thousand people. Huh. They had a double harbor, so they were deeply involved in shipping. And Smyrna was a major part and was a gateway connecting Greece and the Middle East if you want to trade goods to go from Greece to the Middle East you're going to have to use the port in Smyrna there were, or get your goods to the port in Smyrna there were philosophers that described this city at the time as the most beautiful city in the world smyrna was under the control of rome it was a city that always allied itself with rome okay
1: can and, we look this one up once i feel like we look i feel like we googled it it was really Turner? pretty. Yeah, I think we did when we were doing this. We what they think up. it looked like? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. Um, I don't know.
1: I, th- I thought we did.
0: Um, look, all these cities, it was very pagan, like all these, right? They had a huge temple uh, to the Greek god Zeus, who everyone thought was the father of all gods, right? But he's not. And and they, they had shrines to Apollo, the sun god, shrines to Aphrodite, the, the goddess of love. But the main goddess they worshipped, was a goddess by the name of uh, Sibyl or Sibylli. Sibyl was called the giver of wealth. The big problem for Christians here in Smyrna was Smyrna was one of the first cities to sponsor something called Caesar worship. Each year, each citizen had to burn a pinch of incense in the altar and give public acknowledgement that Caesar was Lord. Okay. It was a more about a required political statement, and it was required to be made by every single citizen. So I want you to put yourself here, okay, in this position. If you just throw a little pinch of incense into the fire and say, Caesar is Lord, it's that, or in the end, no job, no work, burned at the stake, thrown to the lions, living destitute. You wonder how many. Don't Christians, you
1: think how people? Or don't you see how people could justify doing that?
0: Yes, every when well, it comes to the,
1: feeding your child, they
0: absolutely did justify it, and it was a big controversy, right, in the church at Smyrna and some uh, these other churches. While everyone worshipped whatever God they wanted to, everyone absolutely had to acknowledge Caesar as the number one God. Well, when you put your pinch of incense into the fire, they gave you a a COVID passport. I mean, an official document. Okay. Sorry, I misspoke. An official document that you would have to carry around saying that uh, you had done it for the year and this was a major problem for Christians. There was a big time split in the church. Sound familiar? Because there was a whole group of Christians uh, that would throw the pinch of, in, pinch of incense into the fire, proclaim Caesar as Lord, just like we know there would be a lot of Christians facing death today, they would do the same thing. Right. But there were a lot of Christians that refused to do it and to proclaim Caesar as Lord, and would get burned at the stake, ripped apart by lions or wild animals, and that happened to thousands of Christians in this particular part of the world, you, what,
1: I don't know. It's just like I put myself in that situation. Would you
0: do it, Linnea?
1: No, I wouldn't do it, but I can see where. Would you? I don't know. I don't what know. I'm not gonna, in that situation. What if I would, be, throw Wrigley to the I would Lions. be. I would definitely think
0: about doing it. Okay.
1: I, I don't know. We're just
0: being straight. You know what?
1: But what I'm pick? saying, I can, you can see where someone's like, I'm just throwing it in there. God knows I love him and care about him, but I'm just going to do this because. My protecting my family this way. Right. Not, but, but looking at the, but there were a lot of
0: them that were either burned at the stake or publicly fed to the lions because they wouldn't say Caesar is Lord and, and and the ones that didn't. Okay. And so they're all trying to go to this church, which is underground. Right. But, but imagine there was a lot of animosity between the ones whose relatives had died, making that stand and the ones that just threw the pension and said, I know God loves me. Right. Um, revelation two, nine, I know thy works. This is Jesus speaking your tribulation. They were going through tribulation, your poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them, which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Okay. What's really interesting is when you see Jesus say the words, "I know thy works," taking a page out of Rick Renner's book. He breaks this phrase down by saying, "In the Greek, it's describing knowledge that Jesus obtained personally observing this church." And so we have to look at this. Jesus is personally observing these churches today on Earth. Okay, mm-hmm. this is these is Revelation two and three. And these letters go out to these churches. Gee, what a coincidence. The rapture of the church happens in Revelation 4, one. The church is never mentioned again. So remember now in Revelation 1, he's walking among the golden lampstands. That's the church on earth. He was in the, walking amidst the church on earth. And the church in Smyrna, when Jesus uses that word tribulation, he's saying more or less that we're, we're going that they were going through a murderous ordeal, all right? In the Greek, you can, you can look into the deep meanings of these words in the Greek language. Mm-hmm. And poverty in the Greek, that means completely and totally destitute. And the reason these Christians were destitute.
1: I have something. Okay, you know, sure. how, you know how you said Jesus said he was the first and the last?
0: Please keep in mind, Linnea raising her hand.
1: I know. Okay. I, I'm trying to work Wait, on okay. that. Intrap- no,
0: no, no, that's not interrupting.
1: Okay. Okay. But you you were, raise your hand. I know.
0: I could keep going.
1: <laughs> I know. Thank you. Because okay. this this is good. Because you're talking about the fragrance. So I'm wondering why these people feel the fragrance is so important. Like, why do you have to throw a pinch of myrrh incense into it but listen to this this says your fragrance will be the first impression of you as you enter a place and the lasting impression when you leave
0: where are you getting this
1: i don't know i googled it
0: Google what? Myrrh? What's
1: the significance of fragrance? Like what is so significant about a fragrance? Like why do you have to put a pinch of myrrh in to leave a fragrance in the air, right?
0: Oh, so you're, you're talking but, about in the spiritual realm.
1: But, but the scripture started with Jesus said, I'm the first and the last, the beginning and the end. So isn't it an interesting wow. that fragrance is the first impression when you arrive and the last impression when you leave.
0: Wow, I knew we had you working here at the final Heart I know, Podcast I actually read a book called the, S- the
1: Scent Keeper and it was all about scents and smell and it was one of the most interesting books I've ever read. So that kind of triggered this fragrance.
0: That's a really good, that was revelation. That right was, there, it?
1: it was the Lord. Cause yes. I'm like, why is this so important? I would not throw a pinch of anything in to save a child. I guess I would really. Like, no, no, I wouldn't.
0: I guess you can't say, we could talk big. We can. We can all sit here and talk big until you're really... Going to be ripped apart by a wild animal, alive. But
1: but right? you just wonder. I know it's easy to say yes and no, and you like really have to think about it. But it would be a stressful decision. It would be.
0: But a lot of it. Let me tell you what the key, key, key to the ones that 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 um, said no, and there's a key coming later in this teaching of why. I guarantee you why. I guarantee you I know why they said. No, I'm not saying it. And they knew they were going to die. And
1: they mark you one way or the other, right? They mark you and your family. Yes. It just just really, when you put it in context of things that we've gone through in the last few years in the world, it's just interesting that the Lord like already talked about this and was explaining this to people and the way you break it down. And it's like, we're talking about this right now after everything else we've discussed. I just... I don't think it's coincidental. It's not coincidental.
0: That's why we're going over this. The reason these Christians were destitute was because of trade guilds and civil society, similar to what you would call a union. And they controlled everything, prices, services. And if you weren't a member of the union, you were not allowed to work. All right? And I'm sure that you you probably weren't allowed to work also if you didn't throw the incense in the fire and to get your— Covid pass. I mean, your paperwork, your paperwork. so they
1: made their union people work. Sorry, I misspoke our, again. Our Minnesota union people don't have to work.
0: <laughs> they don't.
1: Right? Isn't that what you read in the first article about Minnesota's not working? Didn't you say it the, wasn't union? Oh, okay,
0: all right. No, it's not oh, union. Okay, right. these are the people that um, in Minnesota they apply for everything they can get. All the okay. food stamps, all the uh, health care stuff all The programs every dime, and they find it. And here's what, Linnea if you apply for everything and you're out of work, right? And you're you and your spouse have two children, yeah, you can receive $92,000 a year.
1: I know, I thought so you said you, something about the union. So, you
0: audit you ought, in, in this, and in this okay. right here, all right, but in this. You know, so you ought to think about that. No, I'm <laughs>
1: Quitting <kidding>. my job,
0: <laughs> I quit. Okay. They, they, they controlled everything. Uh, these, these collegia, this union, prices, services. If you weren't a member of the union, you couldn't work. And, call, and so these unions were called collegia. And this collegia or union group, every single one of them were heavily connected to the occult. So okay. you got
1: basically a card when you threw your incense in.
0: Yeah, the, you got a card saying that you had made the statement. And Wallace. you're part
1: of a union. So you're part no, of a union. No, no, this
0: is two different things. Oh, okay, so, all right. So there's two different things hitting the Christians here. Okay. First, you, you might be a, be able to be a Christian, not throw in the incense if they don't check for your your <laughs> your your your, uh, your passport. Yeah, your, th- your incense passport. Yeah, if you don't check for it, maybe you could work. We don't know. But if you weren't a member of the union, you could not work. Okay, And these guys worshipped, uh, these were into the occult. Whichever God or that specific union group had adopted, They all each union group had a God. And these union groups would ha- have regular celebrations with pagan feasts. Many times sexual perverted activities would be a regular part of these union feasts that the Christians would have to um, take part in. And the Christians weren't able to work because they wouldn't do the things you have to do to be in one of these unions. They didn't want to take part in the partying and the sex, which occurred at these meetings. They didn't want to have to sacrifice to an idol, which they would have to do at these meetings. So these Christians were destitute. They had nothing. They had lost everything because they would not bow a knee to worldly customs of the occult pagan world Hmm. in Smyrna. And... You know, and I am a supporter of Israel. I've led trips to uh Israel, leading another one, and we will get that
1: information. We have shortly. to get,
0: get we have to get those tour dates. Yes. Sorry. Sorry to be but we gotta Business. we gotta email that guy. Yes. Right? Yes. We okay? do. it's after Christmas. Let's demand the dates. All right. Okay. <laughs>
1: And if you and if you are so looking for more, my name. demand for,
0: the dates and sign my name. Okay. Right? Okay. If
1: you're looking for for more information on the Israel trip, there is a section on the Final Hour podcast where you can sign up for updates. Because we don't know any more than what Jim just said. We need dates. So if you email in asking for anything, we don't know. But if you sign up on the website to be informed of anything when we get it. You will get it in your email.
0: We're haggling about the dates because he wanted us to go. Our tour guy that we've always worked with wanted us to go after right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And because that's a really good time over there. But we feel like that will cost that will that close to Christmas right after a holiday. It's going to hurt. We're going to have less people. And I want to get as many people as I can go. So we said, no, we're not doing early December, right, to Israel. And so we're trying to back that up into November. So that is what is going on. It's not as if we're not doing anything on this. We are, we are, we are haggling. He proposed these dates and we said no. So now we're waiting to get, for that to get backed up. Um, and so, but I'm a supporter of Israel. I, obviously, I'm, I'm going to be leading a trip to Israel. The phrase in verse 9 where Jesus is talking about blasphemy which say they are Jews and are not and calls them the synagogue of Satan. I'm just going over scripture here. Right. So if somebody wants to chop this up and do whatever they do, right. And, and say that I'm a, a anti-Semite, then y- you know, you need to look at the whole, the whole look it in context because major scholars and ministers and people that know a lot more than I do commentators believe that Jewish, the Jewish community here, and this is backed up by historical writers of the early church um, the Jewish community was a complete menace to the Christians in the city of Smyrna, Smyrna, And they were responsible. They were responsible, partly responsible for, uh, rallying, uh, the paganists in that city against the Christians. And I'm not coming down, you know, the Jews murdered Jesus, right? right. So I'm not coming down. I'm, I support Israel. Um, some of my best friends are, 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 Jews that live in Israel. And, uh, you know, you, you, we just had, uh, a, a, a Jewish, uh, Israeli guest on, um, talking about everything there practically was to talk about. So if they chop that up, you understand. Right. Right. And so, that's why you plead the blood of Jesus over the final hour podcast, over every episode of the final hour podcast. And you take your authority.
1: <laughs> I get this speech daily.
0: <laughs> you take your authority on anything that would attack, right? The final hour podcast. And notice, I, I just thought I had covered the merchandise. Well, that's a long story. The merchandise will be coming. It will be coming It'll back. It'll be coming back up. We apologize. There was a glitch. There was a, it wasn't a glitch. It's somebody crashed the site, be nice. basically. Yes. But anyways, we pray for them. We pray for those people. So, so you have to cover your stuff. You have to take your authority on a daily basis. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you, I've, I learned that every day and, and, um, what, you know, adults are, are identifying now as children. Okay. You know Um, how you've got high schoolers identifying as kitty cats and, And you've got boys that want to be girls and girls that want to be boys. Well, now you've got adults calling themselves trans age. This is coming. Concerns have been raised about a new condition. Nate, go ahead.
1: Well, don't you think that's just so that if it's a pedophile, then they say they identify as a 13-year-old. And if they're a 20-year-old man or woman and they're sexually assaulting a child, (laughs) then it's they're a trans age, so how can you convict me? Because I'm identifying as this, so... If you're a boy and you say you're a girl, I have to legally call you a girl or I, you can go to jail, like in prison, if there's a man, no, listen, in, where, no, I'm telling you something, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, in prison, sorry. if there's a male, like you can go to a different jail, you can go like, you could say, I'm a woman, I'm going to a woman jail. And you could show up like you are. And I could say, you're a man, you could get more prison time, you could get more sentence time on your, you can get more time on your sentencing for calling you a boy and not a girl.
0: So we've got men and women's prisons now? Yes, you do. Do we really? Yes.
1: And we just like, they're saying that we had the first transgender lethal injection the other day. Yeah. I follow lethal injection. So
0: somebody was just executed who had gone, who was
1: a male and turned into a female. So they're the first transgender lethal injection. It was like two days ago, but trans age, I just feel like it's to help with the pedophilia.
0: Well, the, this is a new condition. Um, which has shocked a lot of social media users. Um, a Twitter account claiming to be a trans age child called a deal is demanded better awareness for people who claim they are mentally a different age than what their actual age is. And so let's just hope this doesn't get legs, right? No kidding. Um, pray, pray. It starts with hope. You, You can't have faith until you have hope, right? It is a contentious issue worldwide. Um, and, um, and in one most famous example, a 69 year old Dutchman petitioned a court to change his birth certificate. Uh, Emil uh, Rattleband, 69, wanted to alter his state, and he, he wanted to be born um, on March 11th, 1969, rather than 1949, <laughs> Just, because of how old he believed oh he gosh. was. Um, and so. Wow, this is just something. It is defined as uh, people who identify, relate, or affiliate with an age different than their chronological age recorded at birth. Meaning meaning that a person could identify as someone younger or older than themselves. And so that is the concern has been raised about, uh, it says in this article about predatory men taking advantage of this. Um, Wow, just... But there's so I, many. Tr- we used to say we would have looked back uh, 2005, 2006 and seen what was going on today. No way. And we would have said no way. So don't ever say <laughs> like to this, if they really start identifying with this, imagine the problems that causes. Of course. Right. And so, um, you know, and, and this guy, there's this uh, really well-known psychologist in uh in Canada named Jordan Peterson. You should check him out.
1: Yeah, he's on the Daily Wire.
0: And um and he what he's saying is is that the College of Psychologists of Ontario are trying to take his license, okay, to practice. And Peterson on Twitter on Tuesday said that he was ordered to take social media training or face a disciplinary hearing. Right? This is a a a license this is a guy, you know, this is a doctor, right? Who is this questioning is, this masks, is a guy that went vaccines. to school for eight to 10 years, right? right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Listen, this is what his Twitter said. Jordan Peterson, the Ontario College of Psychologists has demanded that I submit myself to a mandatory social media communication retraining with their experts for among other crimes, retweeting um, at Pierre... Polivare and criticizing Justin Trudeau Fidel Castro's you know uh relative and uh, we don't know that for sure and his political allies
1: Well he did spend time with him so he, he was Spent a lot of time with him. If you spend Vidal. a lot of time with somebody you're going to
0: We've I keep form. saying that but many people believe that he is Castro's son. Right. Okay. Because of the relationship between Castro and his mother. Um but uh um listen This, 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 this psychologist is, he's, he's criticizing Justin Trudeau and his political allies. And now this college, um, you know, is the, the, of the psychology the practice psychology in Ontario, um, are are threatening to, you, you have to go to social media training. So this is how they're going
1: to get away from disinformation and stopping people from having freedom of speech. They're going to Say they're going to threaten you with a threat that says if you don't come to this course, then you can't be on social media anymore. Right. Because with Elon Musk buying back Twitter, he removed the the um, stop like the banning of people and their accounts and what they could say. So now this is their way of still control trying to control the situation.
0: Yeah, it, it, because, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, this it's is deep. Twenty twenty three Canada, a nation that supports free speech but wants to stop citizens from exercising that right. And this college of psychologists of Ontario, they aren't government bodies, right? But they are government sanctioned and mm-hmm. government regulated and they're tasked with doing this kind of thing, right? With, admi- with uh, legislation, with administering professions on behalf of the prov- provincial government. Right. This would so- be an
1: interesting story to watch.
0: And, and, you know, there, a, a startup says it's uh, begun releasing, uh, that's a, that's a, um, a startup is, is a company, correct? Mm-hmm. No, a, the,
1: st- the company is called make sunsets, but it's a startup, it, it's company a startup for company
0: and it's releasing particles into the atmosphere to try to tweak the climate. And this has been going on for some time. And uh, um, make, make Sunsets is already attempting to earn revenue by geoengineering, a move like, likely to provide widespread criticism. Um, a startup, this startup company claims it has launched weather balloons that have released reflective sulfur particles in the stratosphere, potentially crossing a controversial barrier in the field of solo geoengineering. Geoengineering refers to deliberate efforts to manipulate the climate. Wow. But I'm telling you, they've been doing this all the way out in Alaska yes. for a long time, okay? and
1: Texas, and, I know I have friends in Texas who are telling me about, I think I've talked about it before, but there's a yeah. university in Texas that does climate control. But if they really cared about climate control, then they wouldn't be flying around in their airplanes and their private jets. And just last weekend, Biden had to sign some bill for Congress and he went on vacation and they had an aid travel 1,400 miles round trip to bring a piece of paper to Biden to get it signed. So if they really cared about climate control, they won't be doing things like that.
0: Well, they're the ones that say that you shouldn't be in airplanes. Right. right? And, right. and I, I don't necessarily agree with that at all. I, I think that you can get in any, I think you can fly all, you know, I don't think it affects, I don't, I don't think it affects, it either. I don't I'm just believe saying. it. You call me what, what you want to call me. Right. But you but think just, God
1: created the world to not be able to handle what we're handling. Right. I just think they're saying one thing and they're doing another, yeah. but no one's looking at what yeah, they're no doing. No one cares. Right. No
0: one cares. They, they're, they're You can fly around. You can criticize everybody that flies a jet, but yourself. Right. Right. That's what they're talking about. And this, this, this is deliberate. This geoengineering refers to deliberate efforts to manipulate the climate by reflecting sunlight back into space, Hmm. mimicking a natural process that occurs in the aftermath of large volcanic eruptions. Hmm. In theory, spraying sulfur and similar particles in sufficient quantities. Um, And so they're thinking that it's going to ease global warming, but I don't believe that that's what they're thinking. No, And, um,
1: but isn't it crazy that someone is that intelligent that they created something like that? Think of the mathematical equations they had to figure all those angles and everything out.
0: Crazy. They are messing with the weather. We can't prove that they're messing with the weather, but I, but 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 no, but there there are a lot of programs you can look this up. They've been out in Alaska because they want to go as f- for the United States. They want to go as far west as they can, right, right. to create. Well, Whatever wasn't the can...
1: Truman show. Wasn't that just the movie where like the climate was controlled over them, over him the whole time. Like it'd be raining on him and then he'd step over there. Like he kind of started to see at the Truman show. Was
0: that Jim Carrey? Yes. Okay, but it, I, it, never, I never watched that it movie all the way through.
1: You didn't. It was no. really good. Was it? Yes, it was. Because he starts to realize that he's being manipulated this whole time by the powers that be. And then he realized that they're the ones manipulating him and manipulating people to see things one way when they 're really in charge of doing all these things
0: well wow, that's deep Linnaa
1: yeah, have you never watched it you got to no, watch it
0: no you that's interesting that you would bring that that you're good you you're, you're thanks, good today Jim. Um, <laughs> listen England
1: <laughs> was a little nervous about John here I huh? think
0: no, you just don 't talk enough oh, okay. i don 't care what anyone writes in and all says right, okay they're telling you they're trying they're trying to shut you down no no you've had right, good, you have good thanks. good points. England's Oxfordshire County Council has passed a trial climate lockdown, confining residents to their own neighborhoods. Here we go. A climate lockdown, okay? And they're trying to say, no, this is just a traffic management plan, but it's a climate lockdown that confines people to their neighborhoods. And the claims on social media paint a dystopian picture. Residents in the county of a county in England. He claims states will be confined, (coughs) excuse me, to their local government neighborhood and have to ask permission to leave. Oh, my. All to save the planet.
1: Isn't that what uh, New Zealand or Australia did during COVID? (coughs) But I don't know if you watched the, the video. John sent me the video on this. The lady who's holding the interview has a piece of paper and she draws a map. And so no one can go within 15 minutes of their house. It's just 15 minutes. So we,
0: we have England, you know, with their supposedly uh, conservative prime minister. Uh, I would not trust him as far as you could throw him. Uh, we've said a little bit about him. But again, like Zelensky from the Ukraine, he is uh, world economic form through and through. And I, I saw the claim, this claim on Facebook and um, segment on the news channel sky news, Australia, um, each sounding the alarm about an alleged future in which people are not, not allowed to leave their zone without express permission, all in the manner of protecting the environment. And the Oxford County council passed climate lockdown trial to begin in 2024. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: All right. And Facebook has tried to cover this up. Of course, they tried to put this out. People have tried to uh, say, "Look what they're doing! Look what they're doing! They're doing a, a climate lockdown." Facebook is is blocking this. Right? Shocker. Yeah, shocker.
1: Not not Twitter anymore. Just Facebook. Yeah,
0: the original Vision News article is from November thirtieth, and it reads: Oxfordshire County Council yesterday approved plans to lock residents into one of six zones to save the planet from global warming. Wow. And, you know, isn't it funny? Facebook, it, they'll, cover it up, cover it up, right? And so just, just wow, you know. Um,
1: but didn't we talk about before how they would try to make climate change a god?
0: Well, I had that written in. Um, it, it's called environmental religion. Okay. And that's going to be the religion. Klaus Schwab says it.
1: Oh, that's right. That's where we, okay.
0: Klaus Schwab, the leader of the World Economic Forum, says the new religion is going to be about the environment. Okay? Boy, can you see it. Boy, can you see it. Now, check. I, I, I We really got this. This just... It's funny how it takes a year for this stuff to come out. Okay, there's a safety device that Biden signed into law. Um, this is the power government wants over you. Many Americans are unaware that buried in the Democrats' 2021 infrastructure bill, we're just finding this out, is a measure to take just a little more of your freedom away from us th- that liberals have been trying to force on car manufacturers for years. The, they sold this measure as a safety device. I
1: think we talked so about this per- a little. To
0: prevent drunk driving. One they will now force into every car maker to add every new vehicle starting in 2026. The device is a remote. Kill switch that could allow government, the police, car makers (laughs) to disable your car. Okay. From the comfort of of their offices to prevent you from using it. The language in the infrastructure investment and jobs act is very vague, but what we're trying to tell you is worst case is what happening. And you know what they're going to say? Oh, that's not true.
1: But but they brought That's it in. what they're going to they say. They brought it in with a uh, safety in mind, like we're going to stop drunk drivers and we'll be able to do a kill switch, but I was reading more on the article. So th- um, it's going to be in all the cars and it's going to be regulated by a computer, right? With algorithms. Well, do you know what that's probably going to be connected to? Your social media. And then what? You don't agree with something? You can't start your car today. I mean, we think it's crazy, but just watch.
0: And they're, you know they what the, you slowly know,
1: bring it in with. We're going to save lives.
0: And what are what are over fifty percent of the American people going to believe?
1: It's for safety.
0: They're going to believe when they say when the left says that's not true. Right. That's all they have to say. Right. That's not true. Of course. Right. But like, I mean, I, I that's do. all they say. They don't even give. Uh reasons no. anymore, right?
1: No. It says uh, like if you read the article it says the computer assesses everything about you when you get in the vehicle, so you can either turn your car on or not turn your car on. And and good, it might save some lives, but also it, there's a control feature in it or why are you doing it?
0: The this bill is on page one hundred thirty five. You can look this up, of the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. I believe you can look this up. You can. And the device must passively monitor the performance of a driver of a motor vehicle to accurately identify whether that driver has been impaired or prevent or limit motor vehicle operation if an impairment is detected.
1: But they have a kill switch. And
0: these devices are going to be mandatory in every single car. You don't think... Keep your
1: old cars, people.
0: You don't think... Well... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think they're gonna be they're gonna be killing your car? Right. You don't think this is so that they can control your movement? We have been sitting here and saying it and saying it and saying it. Wow. wow. I mean we
1: like let's just wow. rewind back to like us warning people about TikTok. But isn't it interesting that even TikTok isn't allowed if you work in the Senate or the House, you're not allowed to have the app on your phone. Why?
0: That's for a reason.
1: And, but it was conspiracy theory when President Trump at the time was like, TikTok is crazy, China's invading us, with our privacy, all these things, and everyone thought he was crazy, and now you no. have universities not allowing it on their students, it's not allowed in the Senate or the House of Representatives.
0: Yeah. I'm just, and they you called, can say. they said, when Trump said this, everybody called him crazy. Right. And called e- it conspiracy theory. Even when
1: he talked about the, I think it's called like Kofi or something, it's the five, what, what's 5g yeah. and how bad 5g is for you. And now we're hearing all these crazy things about 5g right. and how bad it is for you. And right. that is causing all these issues. So anyways,
0: um, so, you know, back to, as we kind of close down for th- today, um, the church at Smyrna had it coming from all sides. And, um, I, you know, in thinking about the church at Smyrna, These believers had no legal protection. They'd lost everything. A lot of them probably didn't have their homes. It is believed by many scholars that these people had once been very financially secure. And because you can look, you can see so much more when you study it out in the Greek, um, the nuances there of each of these words. Imagine the fellowship these people must have had with each other in these close relationships the level of fellowship with those Christians was probably incredible Mm -hmm. compared to say here in the states where our rights up to this point have been protected. Okay. They probably, the church at Smyrna were meeting underground probably when they saw each other, they had no idea if they would ever see each other again because they were living under a constant threat of arrest seizure violence and death. And who knows what kind of deep relationships were forged between the members of this church that were worshiping God together under this kind of constant danger. I'm sure there was a strong hunger and connection with God. I bet their worship was amazing. I bet there were deep friendships within the church. It was probably like, uh, you know, really like a family. Um, There's a famous martyr uh, that happened in Smyrna by the name of Polycarp uh, that a lot of people know about. I've read different renditions of what happened to him. Polycarp was murdered on the Sabbath. He asked to be tied to the stake and not nailed. Um, And basically told them, you know, while I'm being burnt alive, I'm not going to run away. (laughs) You don't have to nail me, right? They used to nail them to a stake so they couldn't run. Um and and he says I'm not going anywhere and there was there was some so he so because so, the ropes would burn off of you but right? but
1: isn't it and interesting they would try to run away right that he's saying that he trusts God enough to keep like if you really look deep into that he's saying he trusts God enough to protect him that he won't feel anything and he'll leave before he feels any pain so he's not going to run away that's how much he Polycarp trusts God
0: but he had reached it somehow No, he had right. reached that for, you don't just get to that point. Okay. It's like what we were talking about earlier. What would, would we, would we throw the pension? Cause I was actually thinking and, of
1: Daniel and all this and yeah. how Daniel wouldn't bow down and how he obviously had a deep relationship with the Lord. Cause when he went into the lion's den, the God shut the lion's mouths, right? You don't get there by just nonchalantly having a relationship with the Lord. You no. get it by understanding him and spending time with him.
0: But there's a key here that, that really means something to me. It might not mean something to you guys, but but it made me realize something, you know? And so, um, and so he asked, look, Polycarp says, you know, don't nail me. You don't have to nail me when my, when my bonds, uh, you know, burn up when the rope that's tied me to the stake burns up, I'll still be here. Right. Mm -hmm. But there was some kind of weird situation because he just continued to stand there as he burned and there, there was a lot of uh, of writing about this. This is how they know a lot of detail about this. Okay, um, there was said to be a beautiful smell that that that, that while he was burning,
1: huh. fragrance. About,
0: yes, and I think everyone got a little uncomfortable because it looked as if the fire did not kill him. He just continued to stand huh. and he stood and he stood. There's no screaming. There's this wonderful uh, fragrance. And finally, they had to send somebody up there, probably with a spear, and stab him in the chest, right, to kill him. And well, so, can you
1: imagine everybody talking, thinking the fire is going to, he's going to go up in flames? and Because the, didn't these people, wasn't a sport watching somebody die? Yeah, it was a sport. So just think, you're sitting there watching it, nothing's happening. And,
0: and then all of a sudden.
1: And you're all whispering all the generals God. of... What's going to happen? Is someone's like, "Go take care of this." I don't know.
0: Yeah, I get this is ridiculous. This is because it looks bad, right. right?
1: But but one other person when they died didn't Stephen in the Bible when he's getting stoned didn't he just like lay down and go to sleep while he's being stoned, right?
0: It the the Greek um, the Greek has that context. Okay. Okay, I remember it, it that. has that. I mean, sleep means die, right? Right. A lot but didn't of he like
1: have a smile on his face or something? Yes, he I, wasn't in.
0: Yes, and okay. uh, it, all has to, to, it all has to do with fear, Linnea. I know, I'm just okay. trying to
1: encourage people that if you don't throw the, the pinch of incense in Caesar, God will take care of you even in the end.
0: But I think that, that, that you, it, you, you know, we'll get to this, all right? To Revelation 2.10, fear none of those things. Fear none of those things. It means a lot more than that, which thou shalt suffer. He's not min- mixing, he's warning them. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried. You shall have tribulation. Ten days be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Hmm. What's interesting about this verse is fear is trying to seize their souls. The daily threat of violence, Jesus is, he is commanding them. Here, if you look at the Greek, stop the fear. That's what he's saying. It's literally a command when he says when he says fear none of those things um, it it really is a, a literal command that is is saying stop the fear and so Christ commands these believers to fear none of these things and that's interesting that says that through God okay or the word you can get yourself to a point or a place of no fear. Okay. No fear of what's gonna to happen to your children if you no. don't throw the pension. Just no fear. Right? And, and as I, a
1: person who used to live very fearfully in life, same. you can same. get to that place. It took well, a lot of years of
0: we, we don't know that if we have to look and no, our uh either say Caesar is Lord or get ripped apart by a Oh line. of course
1: you're gonna be stressed and we don't know. No.
0: But I just, is what I'm telling you, right? And this might be able to help you in the future. It's almost as if Jesus is saying, if you look into the context of the Greek, stop the fear. Okay. Because if you're going to fear, all right, then it's going to hurt. All right. That's when it hurts. Really what he's trying to do, that's when you throw your pension, right? That's when you join the union. Really what he's trying to do is equip them so they could go in with a pre-decision to beat any form of fear that would try to grab their souls. Because you can't tell me when you're like Polycarp and they're about to light the thing up, right? And he's like, you don't have to nail me, right? He was He's at another level. He's like, I'm not running anywhere. I won't be running out of the fire, right? And so he's just being straight with them. He's not mincing words. These persecutions lasted more than... 20 years and remember he said for 10 days in that verse many theologians and scholars believe this is the 10 persecutions that is a historical factual number because there were 10 major uh, persecutions of Christians by different Roman emperors over time mm-hmm. there were 10 major persecutions in secular history I'll tell you that where, where a huge number of numbers of Christians were imprisoned. Or executed so many scholars this believe this is this is a prophetic statement that was made about the 10 days revelation two eleven. he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit says unto the churches he that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death summing this up to the letter from from jesus to the church of smyrna to us today
1: I'm looking for something okay, that I might okay. add. I just got to okay,
0: it. Okay. I, I was hoping you weren't <laughs> on your, your family. Or group your, chat. Your no. sister group chat or whatever. No. Okay. So he says, be faithful unto death. Seek not the things of the world. Right? Isn't that interesting? Seek not the things of the world. Do not compromise. The things of this world pass away. Behind those things of this world is a second death. He who has an ear, let him hear. What's that? What's he saying to us? In the midst of this wicked, evil world, no matter what happens, stay faithful. We're living in very serious times. Be faithful. Never back off. Never let someone talk you down to denouncing Jesus Christ, who is your king. If that struggle becomes so hard, you find fear gripping your heart like a hand. In the spiritual battle, almost impossible to endure. Look at him who walks in the midst of the golden candlesticks. He's the first and the last. He was dead and is alive. He holds the keys to death and hell. That's what second death is talking about in that verse. It's talking about the promise to the overcomer. It's talking about the lake of fire where all the unsaved people will be banished forever and ever. And he's promising you if you overcome that the second death can be not touch you don't compromise don't back off understand what's going on mm-hmm. don't buy a new car after 2026 right right <laughs> the, probably before that yeah it's probably going to be before that okay so um it, it's not it's not in my car do you think you think it's already <laughs> in my car i
1: don't I, it just got signed the bill uh, oh, just that, got in signed.
0: 2021
1: no no it was that was an in
0: infrastructure bill 2021 but, infrastructure.
1: But didn't it just get passed? I did think they're pushing oh, it through. I not, don't know.
0: a couple months ago. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Cuz I just did a zero lease, zero down lease on a Volkswagen Jetta, right? Which
1: So if they hit the kill switch on the Jetta,
0: <laughs> wouldn't you think the German car would have something where they could kill it?
1: Of course. Sorry. I mean, with sorry with the, to all you Germans guys, out there. With new phones <laughs> right now. <laughs> I nothing, mean, sorry. Nothing
0: against Germans. It's just that that the the, the the Germany, right is a whole other uh, country. We haven't talked a lot about Germany. Very very interesting. I think they will be one of the uh, the ten nation confederation. They will definitely be in the ten nation confederation. And I do also believe they will be in Ezekiel thirty eight. Right.
1: Right. I do think though that cars already have some sort of technology because when you get a new car, you download an app, and it can if you get lost or something, you can send a an SOS and they can help you. Or they can you can do things like start your car remotely, not remotely on on your phone on your app. Mm-hmm. So I think they're already.
0: Unfortunately, I don't have an app to download.
1: They sent you one when you got your phone.
0: But I can't.
1: I know, but I'm telling you. So it
0: never gets downloaded. You're not you're saying. not
1: exempt. Your your because, car still has technology
0: that could. But I never download the app.
1: Just don't have fear.
0: Okay, <laughs> but but I think I think. Can I just say as we close, we're going a little long. Well, how do you not have fear, right? Oh, you're just going to have such a deep relationship with Jesus. You know, that's easy to say, right? But but one thing I've noticed in my life, certain things have happened to me, right? And um, I do. Um, I say that scripture 15 times a day, all right? And it doesn't take long to say. And sometimes it is rote. Sometimes I'm not thinking about but I say it and I hear it. I hear myself say it. I fear no evil for you are with me, Lord. Okay. I Uh fear no evil. That's out of Psalm 91 for you are with me, Lord. I try to say Psalm 91, 15 times a day, not because I'm so great. Okay. But because I'm a pastor and I have time to do that. But a lot of that is because it's fighting fear. Psalm ninety-one, and I'm not. Maybe you don't have time to say that fifteen times, but bet you can say, "I fear no evil, for you are with me, Lord." Mm-hmm. Right? That's a matter of fact. I'm back on one of the, on one of our uh, sweatshirts. The yeah, final you're hour. wearing it right now. Yeah, it's on the back of, of this uh, final hour podcast sweatshirt. I fear no evil, for you are with me, Lord. Right? Mm-hmm. And that 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 the word uh, was the word do over time. Um, it renews your mind. Okay, mm-hmm. and so it, it takes time to renew your mind. So start that now. I fear no evil, for you are with me, Lord. Just real simple. I'm not saying do all Psalm 91. You can do it or not do it. I once heard Joseph Prince preach that you will never have a health problem if you do Psalm 91 seven times a day. Right now, that's Joseph Prince. That's not me guaranteeing that. I'm not saying that. I think a lot out. of that depends on where you're at. And you can see why I do it 15 times. And doubly not-
1: covered. <laughs> doubly clothed in Scarlet. Isn't that a scripture?
0: Yeah, that's okay. in the, that's, that's in the a virtuous woman. <laughs> <laughs> scripture. <Okay.
1: laughs> it is. I Proverbs believe that, you.
0: Yes, it is. I,
1: just, I remember that.
0: Yes. Um, I was just at a... So
1: Jim is doubly clothed in Scarlet every day because, with your Psalm ninety ones, And then you have a bonus one. Cause you do it seven times, two is 14. Forget it. That was way over his head. I don't
0: always do it 15 times, right? That is my goal, right? Um, a hundred times a week, which is not quite 15 and everybody has the things that God tells them to do, right? I'm not telling you to do that. I'm not guarantee, you know, you have to hear what the Holy spirit puts in your, in your, in your heart. Like I, for, for three days, uh, scripture popped in my head, uh, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. And lean not into it. Oh, that's um, one of
1: my favorite Bible Lean not verses. into your
0: own understanding. Well, the, by the third day, and each day it was at the same time. It was right before I got in the shower, and I just thought, he's giving me that scripture for a reason. Hint, hint, third time, day three, right? So I started saying it. I mm-hmm. started saying it. That that When something just pops in your head like that, that's not the devil, right? Especially with the scripture. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, so... Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. All right. And fear no evil for he is with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Have a great, great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the final hour podcast. Um, John will probably be back next week. He, he was looking better today. And, uh, um, you know, we pr- I pray for you every day. Final, final hour podcast listeners viewers to subscribers different prayers for you on a daily basis god bless you please remember to subscribe thanks for viewing or listening